Welcome to the Sure IDC podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about everything and anything, doesn't matter what or when or who or why, we will talk about it at some point. My name is Lucas and I'm the one here because why not? The idea would be like if someone walked up to you and said, what do you want to talk about? And you said, I don't care. We talk about movies, songs, video games, board games, food, books, personality traits, people, animals, history, anything and everything you can think of except politics. There's enough of that going on in the world. We can agree, disagree, or agree to disagree on any opinions, facts, or anything else that comes up in the episodes because that's life. We're just having a good time. Now, today is a very special episode, uh, and I know I just said it, that maybe we wouldn't be talking about a specific something, but today we are discussing politics 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 and more politics i'm ready to just let it all out there and get it started let's go now april fools no we ain't talking about no politics today but i do have a very good friend jed with me today how you doing jed i am doing great i am happy to be back on here with oh you. it's so good to have you back on were you scared that we were going to talk about politics uh, I mean, I would have been ready to go, but I don't think your uh, listeners would have been, so... No, 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 I we're not talking about politics. We're staring away from that, even though, yeah, let's just let... Yeah, no, we're going to talk about something else, especially because it is April Fool's Day. And uh, we're going to talk about the origins of April Fool's. How did it start? You know, how does it adapt to today? And kind of talk about just pranks in general um april fool so what what are your thoughts on it like thoughts and feelings do you love it hate it are you crazy about it uh for me i kind of approach it more with indifference uh i am a fan of practical jokes you know within reason but for me april fools has never necessarily completely stood out as like oh i have to do this or i have to come up with a prank i got to get somebody it's it's if i if i've done it it's been like okay yeah you know it's april fools day why not but it's not something where every year i have to come up with some prank or some big elaborate ruse to to really trick somebody on so for me i, I approach it with a little bit of indifference i can have fun with it or it can just be a regular normal day of the year for me yeah yeah I could agree with that. I maybe, you know, I just came to the realization a little bit, but maybe I don't like pranks or like April Fool's because I'm not good at them. <laughs> maybe that's an aspect of things, <laughs> aspect of it that I uh, think about because I'm just not very good at pulling pranks on people. Well, I think with it, uh, you know, pranks is a form of comedy to me you know and it's kind of the same way that you can talk about how a stand-up comedian can have great material but just doesn't know how to deliver it well i think a lot of times with pranks it's the same thing you can have a really good idea but if you don't know how to go about it well it's not going to turn out as well as you'd like either you know it just won't be as funny as you thought it would be or somebody might get very mad about it and you want to be careful with that yeah that's kind of a a slippery slope to go on you know, it's almost like the pie-in-the-face routine. Somebody might think it's hilarious. Somebody might think it's not hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, also, on the other hand, 
Uh, I, you know, think you you can pull pranks on anybody any time of year. So why is April Fools so special? So like a specific day of the year, April Fools, first day of uh, of April. Why? Like why? You know, it is weird because, I mean, you look at there's a lot of different cultures that uh, do celebrate it per se. I don't think I only saw of one place that actually has it as an official holiday, and that is the city of Odessa in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Um, But even then, there's a lot of places that, you know, whether you're in America, you're in Germany, you're in Japan, you're in Russia, you're in, you know, a lot of these cultures they have some sort of April Fool's Day going. So it is one of those weird things that you have to assume if all these people are celebrating it, it had to have started somewhere common enough for everybody in the world to know about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but we did some research on it. And um, let's talk about a little of the a little bit of the history of April Fool's, you know, how it came to be. Um, we kind of did our own little research, gave a kind of a week uh, in advance for kind of studying up on it a little bit, kind of not do hardcore research, but just a little bit, just to kind of get an idea of what everything. I mean, you might have went hardcore. Did you go hardcore research? Uh, it depends on uh, what people think about Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so April Fool's Day, um, obviously celebrated on April the first each year. Um, and that's, okay, that's another thing, too. And I think I might have mentioned it on my notes. No, I didn't. Um, it's so, like, okay, so what's, okay, all right, Lucas, get your, get your thoughts straight. Why would you specifically plan a day to prank people and then everyone's expecting something on that day? Like, pranks are good when they're a surprise, but it's like, okay, it's April Fool's Day. Oh, I bet someone's going to pull something on me. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is that just doesn't seem very logical to me, you know. Well, and it is interesting because that you know you have to try to dive back and see you know how innocent were these pranks you know supposed to be beforehand? Was it something that you you know whoever was the victim could you know throw their hands up in the air and say oh you got me or is it one where you know because I we've seen some pranks where some people went all out and it's like. It might be funny to watch, but it would be awful to be the recipient of the end of that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, side note, but that is a that is an interesting part of the conversation. It's like, April Fool's, everyone's going to be making jokes, and they're not going to be good. There might be, they might, they were, they're not going to be good. Some of them might not be. But then there some might that be real good, but then it'll just make you mad. And then it's just like, oh my gosh, this is the worst day ever. <laughs> or it might be the best day ever, depending on who you are. I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, it's been celebrated, uh, for several centuries, uh, like you said, by different cultures. Um, you know, how does this thing stay relevant for hundreds of, hundreds of years, uh, even? I, it just blows my mind. You know, that is a good question, because like we said, there's, there's only even one place in the world that has it as an official holiday, which you think, for people kind of considering it a holiday, they, they consider that an important aspect of it. Um, but I guess it's just something that, you know, through different societies, you know, it can be a whimsical day, something that even if it's not officially celebrated, you still got to go to work or church or school or whatever on it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's easy enough to find, you know, a light enough hearted prank or a small prank that you can pull on somebody and um, just kind of communally have a bit of fun on that certain day of year. And I would say just because of that, even a small prank is something that keeps that tradition alive. So if I had to wager a guess on how we could have something that possibly dated back to the 1300s still existing on today, uh, it would probably be looking at something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It can just be something small that just kind of keeps the the momentum of it alive. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tradition that includes playing hoaxes or practical jokes on others. And then, of course, yelling April Fool's at the end. Um, which is interesting because at the end is like a clue to the subject of April Fool's Day. So it's like you're... It's like... <laughs> This is such an interesting topic. I don't know why, but it is. So, <laughs> um, you literally do the prank on April on April the first, and then you say April Fools at the end because it's April the first and it's April Fools Day. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm just coming to the realization that we're actually talking about this, <laughs> and it's interesting. Um, I don't know why. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so oh gosh this is just so okay while it's a, you know history and it's shrouded in some mystery even media companies and major you know these major companies have uh done like a little april fool's joke on its uh consumers in a sense and so it's not just small people here and there pulling something on their sister, brother, or mom, or dad, or son. It's everybody. Oh, yeah. We've seen, um, if you uh, allow me here to introduce one that sticks out in my head, is there is a, yes. a very famous wealthy individual named Richard Branson. Uh, he's the, the founder of Virgin. So if you're thinking like Virgin Mobile, uh, Virgin Airlines, oh, okay. any, any of those. Mm -hmm. Um it was when uh, I I think it was when we were both attending college. So we know there there is a name similarity there to a certain town we lived right next to at that mm -hmm. school. Uh, announced that he was going to be moving his headquarters for Virgin to Branson, Missouri. <laughs> really? On April first, oh. which was revealed later on that it was an entire April Fool's Day joke. So. Yes, we have seen some prominent individuals go ahead and play some, some very big jokes about it. That's hilarious. I, you know, that's, is that, is that a good, like, marketing ploy? I mean, it has to, like, grab people's attention, like, for sure, right? It's like, oh my gosh, this person's doing this? What? That makes a lot of sense. But then it doesn't, and you're like, oh, that makes you feel like a fool, I guess. No pun intended. I think it depends on how you're looking at it. I think if, you know, you were somebody who was maybe living in the Branson area and saw that that was going to happen, not realizing it was a joke and you got all excited for it, you might be a person who's a little bit down on it. Now, if you're somebody who has no association with the Branson area, um, but you see him make that announcement and then it all turns out to be a joke. And it's like, oh, you know, that was pretty funny. I do appreciate now you remember that. Richard Branson and, you know, Virgin, whatever. You, know, you see there's like five different corporations under that too that do all different things and like that might stick out to you it might be something that you'd be looking at later on down the line just because you happen to remember it yeah yeah that's true i mean that is that is a that is a very 
good joke to do. It's like, oh, hey, my name's Branson. I'm going to move it to Branson. Like, that's a, I appreciate that. I appreciate that type of joke. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, now some historians, and you kind of threw out a date there, uh, say that it you know goes back to 1300s, 1500s. Um, you know, early 1300s when uh, in the uh, when France uh, was switching from calendars and such, and then uh, it kind of formed this new year beginning with the spring of April the first. Uh, in a sense mm-hmm. so like they were switching calendars around because of course you know we you know, throughout the ages they have done that and uh, I've also heard, like a little bit of the research there it's kind of interesting there's an aspect of it where they think that the earth is pulling kind of a prank on you in the weather um, shifting as well and so that's why it's at the beginning of April, because you've got kind of that change from the wintry months over to spring uh, with the weather changing. And they were saying something, something about there being an aspect of that being involved in it as well. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to, to look at with it. I don't I didn't come across that in my research. But, yeah, that is an interesting possibility about why that date was selected specifically. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's see. What else did, uh, did you learn anything specific that you want to shout out? Yeah, so um, the earliest date that I saw about it where some idea of where this might have come from is, it is, to be fair, a disputed association, but it actually comes from uh, Geoffrey Chaucer, the famous English poet slash writer, mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. you want to refer to him as, um, in his Canterbury Tales, um, in one of the tales of the the group that is heading on their way to the Bishop of Canterbury, they each tell their tales. And one of them um, talks about how in her story, there's a a rooster named Chanticleer Mm -hmm. um, and he's tricked by a fox. Let me try to read this old English here on sin March began 30 days and two. And so pretty much was the fox was uh, tricking this rooster into thinking that there were 32 days in March Thus, the joke being that he thought it was the 32nd day of March instead of April 1st. Uh-huh. She could refer to him as the April Fool then at that point. Um, but there is some debate because later on, uh, it takes place... The story takes place in the day when the sun is in the sign of Tauros had he run 20 degrees in one, which according to studies of, like, um, uh, the stars in the sky, things like that. Mm-hmm physically could not have taken place in April. So that's why it's disputed. They think that might be a little bit off, but that is otherwise, whether that actually is the case or not, potentially the earliest date because uh, the Canterbury tales were then released in 1392. Ah, okay. Okay. And yeah, when you mentioned something about it, not kind of lining up specifically, not knowing if that's the specific date or not, you know, in my research a little bit, we, I learned about how sometimes it was celebrated the last week of March entirely. Um, and so maybe uh, just over the years, it kind of, you know, settled on to April 1st when some people back in the day, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, were celebrating it 
uh, the last week of March, like the entire week of it. Mm -hmm. And then another thing to kind of go along with that same thing too, is that we actually do have um, in Spanish speaking countries, they do have a very similar holiday or festivity called Dia de los Santos Innocents, the Holy Innocence Day, and uh, is generally kind of referred to as the festival or festivities, which are very similar to April Fool's Day overall, um, but actually end up being celebrated sometime in late December, usually like the 27th, 28th, or 29th, depending on what country you're in. Huh. That's an interesting topic of discussion, uh, the festivals of things, um, because... Uh, I was talking about a uh, April Fool's festival in ancient Rome um, called Hilaria, which in Latin means joyful, and how uh, citizens would go, uh, well, not citizens, but like the, the followers of this cult in Rome would uh, dress up in disguises and like they would mock the people of the cities, the citizens, and. Um, you know, as kind of this joyful festival type celebration that they did. It's just super interesting. Mm -hmm. But they were, they wore disguises and they just kind of mocked everybody. Um, which I guess was inspired by an Egyptian uh, legend in a sense. Uh, so mm -hmm. I guess April Fools isn't just like, a, oh, this is, this started in, uh, you know, 1973, because one person named April Fools, you know, I don't know, uh, was all like, oh, I'm going to call <laughs> pranks and this is going to be what it is. This is like deep uh, stuff that has uh, gone back for centuries. And I don't yeah, think people definitely. realize that. No, I don't think so. And, you know, uh, another one you can even throw out there that, again, kind of a different date, but is, uh, I think, arguably the most modern version of Hilaria is Carnival, which is usually held in Italy, either in, like, Rome or Venice, so. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. But it's I it's kind of the same thing. They wear a lot of masks. They, you know play games it's a, it's an overall festival and i think it sometimes it lasts even a couple of days but over very kind of similar to hilaria where they wear masks wear disguises you know have the opportunity to play pranks or you know make jokes or things like that so hmm. still kind of it is interesting to see how we have this tradition all throughout the world of basically playing pranks you know having fun even if they fall on different days or certain things that everywhere in the world has at least adopted sometime when they have, you know, at least one day a year that is kind of sort of dedicated to this practice. Yeah. Well, and it's also fascinating that people uh, categorize it in a sense of like, oh, this is a festival. This is where people dress up and have fun with people and just uh, have a good time. Uh, just uh, make people laugh. And it's not just about, oh, I'm going to pull a prank on this person. I don't know. I just feel like pranks, the definition of prank, you know, what is a prank? Is it, you know, mm -hmm. I guess everything has a different avenue that it could take. But, you know, someone could pull a, pull a prank on somebody or just pull a prank in general. And just to 
form laughter and entertainment purposes. And just like you were saying with mm-hmm. comedy, you know, uh, comedians and comedy, you know, they're not pulling a prank on anybody, but in a sense, what they're doing is they are kind of pulling a prank on you with the telling of the joke yeah. in a sense. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I do. I think when it goes into this, you know, what what is defined as a prank? You're right. It can be defined as a lot of different things. I do think there's enough of a difference between it and a, a joke, per se, in terms of like the jokes that we tell. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can do something as simple as, you know, jumping out from behind a door to spook somebody. You know, that's a prank versus, yeah. you know, the, the water on top of the door trick or... You know, hiding somebody's car, which I would not advise doing, you know, they, they can definitely get bigger. And, and I think usually it's the ones that once you start getting bigger is when you have to start being careful of how well is this going to turn out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, side note, I also just saw where, so it was, it's called April Fool's Day was tied to the Vernal Equinox or the first day of spring in the northern hemisphere when mother nature fooled people with changing unpredictable weather okay that makes sense then yeah that's interesting um it also says that the history of Over fool's day um spread throughout britain during the 18th century um and in scotland the tradition became a two-day event i guess um, in which people were sent on phony errands, like to mm-hmm. uh, uh, do things that they that weren't, tr- you know, weren't actual errands, but people sent them on uh, to do it. And then uh, it had people like, okay, and then it says something about how they were pinning like fake tails on people and uh, kick me signs. Like it specifically <laughs> says, "kick me" signs. Mm-hmm. That's I, I know one funny one that I read about with Scotland too is they did a. It was called like Huntagawk Day, mm-hmm. which, uh, like you said, you know they'd send people on kind of a fool's errand, uh-huh. and so they'd send somebody with a message. Usually, the message would read something along the lines: "Dinner laugh, dinner smile, hunt the gawk another mile," and whoever would receive it would then take the messenger, send them to somebody else then that person would send them to somebody else and so it would keep going until the messenger finally catches on and they are they you know they're just going to keep doing this and doing this and doing this so they might as well stop oh my gosh yeah yeah that's so fascinating like that even back in that time period i mean i guess there wasn't a lot to do back then (laughs) Was, uh, was just to mess with people but like it, it really shows you that deep deep down, in a sense, humans have not changed. Mm-hmm. And I know that's getting deep, in a sense. Uh, but, like, like, whoever would have thought that, depending, 700 years ago, uh, give or take, that people were just like, <laughs> I'm going to go tell this guy that he needs to go do this. Or I'm going to do this to him. Like, who, like what? Why? I just don't understand it. Got to be entertained somehow. So. I, guess, I guess so. But to kind of talk about it in nowadays and modern times, which you've mentioned a great one that I didn't, I don't even remember that, that that happened with uh, Virgin Mobile and everything. 
but um, I did have I did see some examples of uh, of it. Like for instance, oh, okay. So for instance, in I guess in nineteen ninety six, uh, Taco Bell uh, duped people when they actually said that they were gonna purchase the Liberty Bell, like the famous Liberty <laughs> Bell. And mm -hmm. they were going to rename it the Taco Liberty Bell. And uh, then told people that it was, you know, false. So, like, yeah. even stuff like that. And, just, and that kind of lines up a little bit with what you were talking about with the Virgin Mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it is. It's something that it depends kind of how people see that one. I could almost see, you know, a lot of people are like, no, that's a piece of history. No, you can't let Taco Bell buy that. That's, <laughs> that's ruining it. <laughs> ruining the sanctity of the history. Oh, man, There's other not? people who once they hear, oh, it's just a joke. And it's like, oh, that's funny. Let's go get some Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, let's go get some Taco Yeah, exactly. It's like an advertising ploy. It's all like, oh, hey, we're going to do this and uh, and have it have it be done. And then people mm -hmm. freak out about it. Oh my gosh. Did you learn it? That was kind of the basis of my history of it. Did you find anything else interesting? Honestly, there, there wasn't too much more. It's just interesting. Uh, probably the last one I saw was that kind of like with Nordic countries. So you're talking about, you know, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Iceland, Denmark. Mm -hmm. um, they all kind of celebrate it too. Well, it's not an official holiday, but... Pretty much a lot of the major news sources, so newspapers or, you know, news channels, things like that, will typically run at least one fake story every April 1st. Um, mm -hmm. and like with newspapers, I, I read that a lot of times they are ones that end up on like the front page, not necessarily the big headline, but it is there. Um, but it is funny how that's a tradition that's carried over there. And it's like, oh, even the news kind of takes part in it. Hopefully, you know, they don't do anything too serious, like 20 children died in a fire. And oh, my gosh. Fools. Like, oh. That, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be pretty bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hopefully it's something simple, like, I don't know, 100-year-old woman climbs up tree to save cat or something like that. Like, it's like, yes. what? Wait, what? It's like, whoa. <laughs> so, not saying that a... A very well-fit hundred-year-old woman could not climb a tree to save a cat, but you know, yeah. no, I agree. Something like that, where it's definitely you know a lot more innocent. It's something that you can be like, really, and then be like, find out, oh yeah, no, oh, it's fake. Yeah. But yeah. definitely something more funny, happy. That's just like that's ridiculous. Then like, oh my gosh, all those children. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's that was where mine mine goes recently, so <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I sure hope those newspapers were not posting stories like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um but it's funny because at the at the end of this, uh I got all my information from a, a history uh a history channel um article and it was actually updated recently. It was actually updated like March 28th or something like that. But it's funny, mm -hmm. at the end of it, it says, For the average trickster, there's always the classic April Fool's Day prank of covering the toilet with plastic wrap or sw switching out sugar and salt. <laughs> Those ones just seem mean. I know, right? Man, that makes a mess. <laughs> oh my gosh, I always hated it when someone would unscrew the lid on the salt. 
And then, like, yeah. when someone asks for the salt, oh, that just makes a mess. Anyway, I don't have that. I guess I just don't have the mindset for a prank, for a prankster. But uh, Yeah, and I mean, for me, there's always, I've been, I'm a bit more of a jump scare type person. Like, I don't want to make a mess of things, so I'm not thinking, like you said, I'm not going to be the one who's going to unscrew, uh, you know, assault caps that all the salt dumps out. I'm not going to be the one who does the, the saran wrap over the toilet so, you know, your body fluid gets on the floor and everything. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, I, I am the person who likes doing the, you know, the jump scare, like pop out behind the door and scare somebody or in a dark space doing a very creepy laugh. So <laughs> in a dark <laughs> Enough space, to make doing me a very jump creepy and laugh. shriek. And then afterwards yeah. it's like, okay, you know, hopefully you don't have to change your shorts. But other than that, yeah, n- nothing else is ruined. So. <laughs> Well, Just don't do it around people with heart problems. Oh yeah, that's something that you you have to know your person because, like at work, I mean obviously coworkers play play pranks on each other, and mm-hmm. you know there were there's been a couple times where we have to like real we have to realize who we're scaring or who we're pulling a prank on because you're like okay you can't do this to this person because they've had some heart issues. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it's just like, what? Like, don't do it. Like, don't do it. You have no idea. Like, you would feel so bad if you pulled a prank on somebody and they got hurt in some way. Like, that's just not okay. You would be, you would hurt, you would feel so bad, especially if anything really serious happened to them. So yeah. you, you gotta be careful with stuff like that. But, um, to kind of sum up, oh yeah. Oh, I was going to say, and I can kind of give an example too of uh, another way pranks have gone wrong. Um, I won't use names here, but uh, at a place of my former employment, uh, there was one individual, you know, we'll just say individual A, liked to play a lot of pranks on individual B. And for a lot of people, they actually could be pretty entertaining. You know, one time they convinced him that uh, everybody at work needed to start learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. And literally, so the guy bought, I think, like a Spanish American or Spanish English dictionary, <laughs> start doing things like that. Um you know, some a couple other ones, but it got to the point where every prank that he was doing after that was getting bigger, Uh-oh. and was essentially because he was only targeting this one individual. It's like you you're crossing a line now from innocent pranks to harassment. Yeah, and that ended up being what the work finally took it as. And after one specific prank, them like you've been pranking individual B consistently. This one was pretty bad. You may be a good worker for us, but we can't allow you to keep doing stuff like this. And he had to get let go because of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely um, there's definitely boundaries. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. obviously you see, I'm not on TikTok, and people who listen to the TikTok episode um, know this a little bit. But, hey, by the way, if you haven't listened to the TikTok episode, go back and listen to the TikTok episode. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, but, uh, like, you know, you see all these videos... Um, of people pulling pranks on their coworkers or their mom or their dad, which mom and dad is different, but like coworkers and stuff. And people actually are getting a lot of views. And, you know, I've actually seen a lot of videos of, you know, this one person always scaring their boss or always doing something to their boss. And I mean, I guess you just have to have a really good relationship with that person and understand. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah. And understand their, their breaking point, I guess. Mm-hmm. But 
that or you're having to get like approval before every video that like hey we're gonna do this so you know pretend to be scared or whatever or yeah i'm gonna get you at some point during the day but that doesn't make for good content you gotta have it you gotta have it be real you know no no warnings here (laughs) that's why i say maybe you kind of give them the warning of i'm gonna get you at some point today oh i'm gonna tell you when though yeah yeah if you're good with it boss man (laughs) and then they're like no and you're like oh okay (laughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) but it is interesting that april fools has kind of adapted into this into this era and this idea that we live in when it i mean i honestly before i did this research i did not realize that it went back this far and was such a big thing um to that that went back centuries i never would have guessed it never would have guessed it Uh, i would have been the same i think if you had asked me before looking at this how far back would have gone i maybe would have said at the latest like 1700s i probably would have guessed in like the united kingdom because april fools or april fool just seems like a very british term overall Mm -hmm. but yeah no to to see potentially could have gone back as far as you know 1392 or whatever um certainly at least dating back to the 1500s i would not have imagined it yeah yeah, I mean, in my notes, I have I say, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna admit that I'm wrong, cause you know I will do that. Uh, but in my notes, I said it's dumb. I don't really like it, honestly. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know, this is what this is what doing this podcast is for, is for us to learn and for me to learn. And mm-hmm. honestly, I have I have found a new pre- appreciation for April Fool today. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's just just it can still this. be one. I'm sorry, you go ahead. No, no, you're good. Yeah, you go. I was done. No, I was just going to say, it's uh, still can be one that you can have that appreciation for, but still not necessarily want to participate in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, we have never, I have never participated in April Fool's Day. I don't think ever. Um, <laughs> and my, I don't think my parents ever did too. I mean, my, my dad might have walked into my room one day and said, uh, you know, oh, son, you got to get up and go to school or something. I don't know. Something, something dad jokey. Um, (laughs) but like, other than that, like, I don't remember like getting this big elaborate prank or anything, um, like that Mm. specifically on April fools. I mean, have there been times when I pulled pranks on people like scaring them or jump scares or, you know, telling them one thing or whatever. I don't know. But I mean, yes, but like specifically on April fools planning things. No, I have never, I don't think I've ever celebrated it in a sense. It's almost like, you know, one of my one of my biggest, and it, it's been a, I wouldn't say pet peeve. It's just an annoyance because I feel like there's a difference between annoyance and pet peeves. Even one of my biggest annoyances is people who pinch people that don't wear green on St. Patty's Day. Yes, I 100% agree with that, and I was always one of the people who didn't wear it, and immediately stated. I'm not Irish, so <laughs> I don't celebrate this. Well, also, I'd be afraid to pr- pinch you because, like, you know, you're a pretty big guy. So. <laughs> it's true. I'm not as I'm looking a little more fat than muscular nowadays. Oh, but well. If, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, and it just kind of reminded me recently, you know, because obviously St. Patty's Day came up, you know, mm-hmm. March uh, is gone now. But, uh, but, yeah, it's just like, I remember a good excuse that I've always done. You know, people are always like, oh, I don't see any green on you. I'm like, oh, um, I'm wearing green underwear. <laughs> and they're always like, 
Oh, oh, okay. It's just like, you, I can't show you. You don't know if it's real or not. I mean, you know. But uh, I think I even said that at work. I think I walked into work and I was, I was I'm blue. I'm a blue guy, you know. My favorite color is mm-hmm. blue. I wear blue all the time. You know this. Um, I'm not a green guy, so I, I won't I won't randomly wear green. Like I'd have to specifically plan to wear green. And so, why are we talking about this? This is April Fool's episode. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it's just an annoyance. I mean, long story short, it was annoyance. But and also April Fool's Day can be an annoyance as well. But like I said, I have learned to. I mean, you should appreciate anything in a sense and i think this is one of those things that people just kind of like oh april fool's day it's april the first when they don't really understand and know the history behind it so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i agree and one last note on that uh the saint patrick's day i really hope you use that excuse and somebody's like okay prove it (laughs) no no they they usually drop them (laughs) they usually oh gosh they (laughs) They usually go, oh, I've never thought about using that excuse before. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> so I got, I've been saying it since I was like 15. And I'm all like, oh, St. Patty's Day is not a holiday that I want to participate in. <laughs> not saying that I don't like it or anything. It's just I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a green guy. I'm a blue guy. So I have to go out of my way to wear green so if i'm gonna go to a saint patty's day party if i got some nice little green beads sure whatever but me specifically just naturally wearing green is never gonna happen i'm sorry i'm sorry the people who love green out there you like green don't you jed i do like green uh i i mean it's not i don't wear green every day or anything like that it's a color i like though i think i'm not sure entirely how good i look in it but i like red that's my ah, that's red, my okay. preferred color yeah i knew it was a i knew it was a off one like people not a lot of people like red i have a feeling like i just have anyway what are we talking about (laughs) we are talking about the colors of april fool's day (laughs) green and red april fools no uh we should actually talk about that at some point anyway so um (laughs) oh wow so any last thoughts um you know about it any last thoughts on it no, not really. No, <laughs> I was gonna try to think. Have I ever done like any April Fool's Day prank that? Uh, yeah, would be fun to tell a story about. But I'm like, you know, yeah. not April. F- I, I've done pranks that I've enjoyed, but I, I, they're not quite fitting unless they're April Fool's Day pranks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have never, I have never been pranked on April Fools unless it's like a really lame prank and someone really didn't get me, and I'm all like, blah. Um. Or I have never done a prank on April Fools. I'm wondering the statistics on that. Like, who has? Oh, I, I wonder because like who has been pranked on April Fools' Day? And then I mean, who has? I feel like I've had at done least something pretty small. Yeah, but I've I guess probably done something small too. But yeah, and I mean, I guess we we already talked about how it doesn't matter how big or small, you still did it. So the the uh, momentum will still move April Fool's along and we'll be celebrating it in 2121. I don't know. That's a hundred years from now. I'll be, I'll be gone. So you never know. <laughs> never know. I mean, heck it's lasted 700 years. So it might as well last another 700 years. 
That's right. Oh, this was a weird episode. Anyway, in the end, are you a fan of April Fool's Day? Are you a prankster? Or are you the pranked? Did you get pranked today? Or not yet? I mean, technically, I pranked you at the beginning, so there was that. But, uh, ha. Thanks for coming and having this conversation with me today, Jed. I really appreciate it. Yeah, happy to be here and happy I can be weird with you. <laughs> oh, that's what it's all about, right? Uh, Alright, until next time, Jed, we will have you on again here shortly. And thank you for listening. Uh, keep the pranks safe. Stay safe from the pranks, if you haven't been pranked yet today. And uh, stay safe in general. And remember, you don't care. 